Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eliminated, a Royal Rumble podcast where we take a look at the inconsistencies of the Royal Rumble match. Well, we've made it to 2021, somehow, someway, uh, and we have the Women's Royal Rumble that we will be discussing today. That's correct, and... Um, just there's a lot going on. Obviously, the you know the pandemic stuff, and mm-hmm. we're recording this super early, so there's certainly things that are probably going to change between when this airs and um, and whatnot. But you know, we're just going to have to do our best in regards to that. We yes. are moving forward to my, myself and Bill's new project, Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts Season One, which is going to be starting on March 28th. So I want to give some hype into regards to that. Um, so Bill, how did, I don't even remember, how do we start this again in a regular format? Because the last two things we did were watch Right. So what we're going to do is, uh, I will do a quick roll call of here for this episode, our women's champions, not only in WWE, but in a couple other promotions as well. Um, right. <clears throat> I'll mention some of the storylines going into the Royal Rumble and then during the middle of the show uh, we will quickly recap the women's matches that we had during the Royal Rumble event. Oh, you know what? Actually, I thought and maybe this is I know and this was bad communication on my side with you typically on my on my end. I when I said to you I want to do the the first half, I meant like all of the first like there's a divider here. Right. Um, so anything. So it's not just the women. We're going to wind up talking a little bit about the other matches that were before the panel that was in the middle. Oh, well, there's not going to be that much. So. No, yeah, that, but that's what <laughs> we're doing here. We're dividing it, basically. And then anything after the panel that was after the women's Royal right. Rumble. Right. We will discuss we'll it in the next talk episode. On the final episode. Yes. The men's Royal Rumble 2021. Uh, so what's going on in the world of wrestling? That's a segment. All right. So I mean, I should be able to know because this is like right around now, basically. Right. Okay, so we're going to briefly get into our roll call. Uh, so heading into the Royal Rumble, Asuka is our Raw Women's Champion. Sasha Banks is our SmackDown Women's Champion. The NXT Women's Champion is Io Shirai, or iOS Shirai, yep. just for you, Jim. Uh, <laughs> the NXT UK Women's Champion is Kaylee Ray. The WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, and there's a reason why I put WWE in front, and I'll tell you why in a moment, okay. is Asuka and Charlotte Flair. The AEW Women's Champion is Hikaru Shida. The Knockouts Champion is Diana Perrazzo. And the Knockouts Tag Team Championship are back. And their champions are Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steeles, also known as Fire and Flava. Alright, very good. Um, you said, who would you say that the last name was Ray? Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray as opposed to Kylie Ray. Right. Okay. So, real brief, uh, going into the women's Rumble match. Yes. Um, Alexa Bliss is now under the spell of the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, 
And why this is important is because in some of the more recent episodes leading up to the Royal Rumble, she beat Asuka in a non-title match on Raw and then challenged her the following week for the for the women's title, almost won it, but Randy Orton got involved and hit her with an RKO, and this was Orton's first appearance since Bliss shot a fireball at him. I I, I know it, it sounds a little confusing, but this is part of this episode. So sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I, look, I'm not following up on really things on a weekly basis, but right. I've heard about this, and yeah, it's ridiculous, but at the same time, so is, like, The Undertaker and Kane, but my stuff, my more bothersome thing is that it's not even real, like, it just comes across as a, uh, a poor man's version of the Joker and Harley Quinn, with obviously her being Harley right. Quinn. Right, and that's that. I'm more annoyed by that than because I know I've seen some people are like, oh, how it's so. Sad. And we're gonna get to one of those things later on mm-hmm. um, that they're like, oh, outraged about about that and whatnot. But for me, it's I'm more annoyed that like I'd rather have the fiend by himself. Yeah, like my hope, even though I don't think it's gonna happen, is when the fiend comes back that he realize he's like. You know, I showed a sign of weakness, and I'm not going to show that anymore. And then he beats up Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll stick with Raw uh, for for a quick minute as well because, yeah. well, Charlotte Flair is having dad issues again. Uh, this time it is with Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans and Ric Flair have been coercing. Maybe they're an item. Maybe they're not. Ric Flair says that all he's doing is teaching Lacey Evans how to be a better wrestler. But when you see some of the stuff going on, and we'll see it during this match, I think it's just a little bit more than, uh, you know, trying to help a fellow wrestler out. And on SmackDown, Sasha Banks has been dealing with Carmella and her sommelier we believe is the the name it's, it, it's a i've never heard this word before me neither and you, when they said it i was like what is a sommelier right and booker t like said it during the pre-show or they were saying it during the pre-show it was like oh he's a expert on wine he's a like a connoisseur and booker t's like oh so he's an alcoholic good job i wish i knew how to spell it uh not for a million dollars. <laughs> maybe, maybe we could get one of those kids that won the, you know, the national spelling bee a few years I mean, ago. I'm at, I just looked at Somalia food for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's Somalian. <laughs> I don't see. I don't know how to spell it. It's I don't know either. Things that I don't know how to spell. All right. Which, well, by the way, my, I'm going to talk about this later on. But why does WWE have a pronunciation problem? In their company, if I don't forget, if I forget it, please make sure I, I get to it when the last five women come in. I think. It is. Uh, but, well, they've always had. Well, we'll we'll talk about it when we get. Have there. they? I don't. Phonetically, uh, well, I feel like a lot of their stuff has been. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm misremembering. When we right, get anyway. to when we get to it, we'll talk about it. Okay. Okay. So uh, the rules. 
There are rules. It is 90 second intervals. I, I paid close attention on the on the rewatch, Jim, because I... Yeah, no, I know. Me and Bill watched this together live, and I was more focused on my regular notes. Right. And so I actually... It was no graphic, I mean, obviously, but they did say the rules, and I was like, did they even say the rules? We both somehow missed it. Kind of disappointing they didn't have the graphic, but oh well. What what can you do? Um, this was held at the WWE Thunderdome, so it is in front of a bunch of screens. So, with that... Which, by the way, I don't think any of those screens were live. I don't think so. There, there was one person that kind of... Like, I was kind of concerned, like, is this person for real or not? And and I'll point him... I'll, I'll talk about him later on during this match. Okay. So, with that said, let's get through the first five. Number one was Bailey, two Naomi, three Bianca Belair, four Billy Kay, and five Shotzi Blackheart. I have during this segment eliminated nobody. Yeah. All right. Did you start the timer? Yes, I did. Yeah. What are our intervals then? Uh, they will be every seven and a half minutes. Okay. Um, do you want to start, or do you want me to start? You start. Okay, so one of the main things that happened during this segment was Billy Kay sits at the announcer's desk. And first off, who is Billy Kay giving 8x10s to in the Thunderdome? <laughs> but what? So, no, that, so she was sitting at her desk. No one was bothering her mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, you know, Bailey. Oh, by the way, you forgot to mention the one thing we knew going into this. Oh, thank you. Um, Yes, we do know going into the match, Natalia will enter at number 30. And she earned this spot by beating Tamina on WWE Backstage. (laughs) Was Backstage also where they announced Orton and Edge were number one and two? Yes, and we're going to talk about that because... On the next episode. On the next episode because... uh, I'll save it for the next episode. Why? I wonder why they brought Backstage back for that one episode. For that one night. I Maybe to hype Uh, the shit. I don't know. Okay, so anyway... um, Yeah, Billy Kay, what what else do you... What do you have? I have more stuff, but I want to kind of go back and forth. Um... There was a very nice sequence early in this match with Naomi and Belair where Naomi attempts a pile driver and Bianca like reverses it in her own way and they do it looked kind of Cirque du Soleil but it was so good looking it was like Naomi would have the pile driver but Bianca would get on her feet, then Naomi would get on her feet, then Bianca, and it would go back and forth a couple of times. And it was a really good-looking spot. I'd never seen that before. And then um, you brought up to me that Naomi, this is her return, which I didn't have, have a clue. Right. I thought she was always there. I I was trying to remember, like, watching the match, the, the, the night that we saw it, and then re-watching it, when the last time she was on and I couldn't think back so I'm going to guess it's been at least five, six months. Okay. Are you sure? I don't know if I buy that. I'll tell you why. Okay. Because 
Naomi was 100% part of SmackDown when I was watching it weekly. Right. And that would have been in, I believe I stopped that in July. Okay, so this and might I remember have... her being in a karaoke contest. That's right. Okay, so maybe it was a little later after that. Well, it would have had to be after I stopped watching Right, SmackDown, right, right. Which was basically the first week of Thunderdome. Okay. So it's been less than that, actually, now that you mention it. Right. Um, that's why I was like, oh, she's not there? I, why is this such a surprise? <laughs> um, with the eight, okay, with Billy Kay and the 8x10s, real quick, she's just looking to do something. Because they split the Iconics up in a match, whereas, like, the team that loses can never team again. Right. Dumb decision. I, I did not agree with that. Um, so as of late, she's been giving out her 8x10s and her resumes on the back, and it's like, oh, I could be your, you know, manager, I could be a commentator, I could be a reporter, I could do this, I could do that, and it pretty much gets rejected. And we're going to see that in the next segment, how, depending on how it's done, it can come off good and it can come off not good. Also, we had Shotzi in her dumb tank. <laughs> okay, I, I, I have to ask. Do you think the missile missed on purpose? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's no real aim mechanic <laughs> on it, to be fair. Look, I, I'm not a fan of Shotzi Blackheart at all. I think she... I've equivalated her to the Amy Schumer of pro wrestling. Right. Which is... Some people might take it as a compliment. I absolutely do not mean it as a compliment. Um, I think she's very, very fake. Um, I I don't know. Everything that comes across to me about her just seems not... I don't know. Just very, very fake and mm -hmm. stupid. Not that she's stupid. I don't know. Right. Maybe, Maybe the, the gimmick. You're, you just don't like the gimmick, basically. What is the gimmick? That's the other problem. Like, what? She, oh, whatever. Anyway, what do you think? Of you like Shotzi, apparently. I mean, I mean, she's all right. I mean, I, I, I don't hate her as or dislike her as much as other people do. I, I've heard people that are like way up there on the not liking her department. So, mm -hmm. um, I mean, she has her good moments. It's not all the time, but, you know, she she has moments. Right. It's just she hasn't broken out yet, I feel. Mm -hmm. Once she does, if she does, there could be something there. Mm -hmm. but, what else do you have, and how much time do we have left? Oh, we have a minute ten. I want to talk yeah. about real quick, mm -hmm. because this is talked about during the match a, a bit. Bailey's hair because she had done on the back of her head the word coal like shaved on oh I didn't even know that and apparently because I have not kept up with Smackdown she has beef with Michael Cole okay which kind of doesn't sound surprising um 
And she probably thought that Cole was going to commentate this match, but he doesn't. It's Tom Phillips. And she gets mad. And she's like, Lawler, what are you doing here? I want a Cole. I want a Cole. Not so, someone that hates one, why did she want him there? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so now we go to 6 through 10. 6, Shayna Baszler. 7, Tony Storm. 8, Jillian. 9, Ruby Riot. 10, Victoria. And I have, during this segment, eliminated Shotzi. And I guess this time I'll go first. Or no, I went first last time. So yeah, I'll go first. Um, This is where we start to have a little bit of fun with... Or a little bit more fun with Billy Kay. Because... She sees Shayna, or yeah, Shayna come out, gives her, or tries to give her her 8x10. Shayna delivers a very terrible punch to the picture. Mm-hmm. And Billy goes back. Next person that comes is. Oh, no, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Shotzi was the first one. Yes. And that was where the missile was. Correct. So Shayna's next. The punch misses. Tony Storm comes next. And Billy, at this point, has run out of breath already. I, I even had that in my notes. Like, she's right. tired and she hasn't been in the ring. Tony just looks at her and is like, no. Just, just no. And then we get Jillian, which was, I, I'll be honest, Jim, that was a nice surprise. I, I actually liked this surprise. <laughs> um, And it's like, we could be a team. We could be... Billy and Julie! Billy and Julie! And it's like, I I know Billy Kay's not meant to be, you know, like a serious threat, but God, I love her. She's so good. Well, it's interesting, because like I said, I definitely wasn't expecting Julie, because as I said to you when we were watching it, I was like, I didn't even know she was still wrestling. I know. Um, What I also did not realize then, that I realized upon the rewatch, was Jillian was singing live. I actually really? did not realize that until I, I watched it. Um, I'm Shayna Brazler. I have that I'm glad that she's not being called the Submission Magician or whatever the hell she was called right. two years ago because I thought that was a stupid name then. You could listen to the archives and see me complain about that. Tony Storm, quote-unquote resident rock star. What makes her that? That's what I was wondering. Just because she dresses like one? Yeah, like, I don't know, like you mentioned, Billy and Jilly. And then I started thinking about Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. Is Tony Storm the equivalent to, like, the women's equivalent to Pete Dunne? And I, or is it vice versa? Or is, you know, is it Pete Dunne? Is the male equivalent. The male equivalent is Tony Storm. Generic name, generic look. I mean, I guess I'll give... Tony Storm a little bit of a pass because I don't really see too many Tonys spelled T-O-N-I. That's true. Um, but yeah, I just have that very generic vibe from her this time. And I feel like it's, it's not the first time I've seen her, but for some reason it really came across this time. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say about Tony Storm that I noticed, and I think this is an improvement on her overall, is 
it looks like she's added muscle to her legs. Like they were a little bit thicker than the like the last few times I saw her. So she's at least, you know, training and putting on weight and it's in like good areas. Like I'm I'm not trying I'm not nitpicking her, folks. I'm just like like I remember watching her like two or three years ago and she was not that buff in the leg department. She didn't it, it seemed like there wasn't a lot of weight there. Now she has it. And it actually makes her look even better, you know, just character wise. Right. Again, not saying that she needed to put on weight, but it looks like she's added muscle. Mm-hmm. So, Victoria, I, I, you know, it would have been better to me if she came out to the tattoo store. Yes! I had that note, too. I was like, I want tattoo. I mean, I, mean, I, I get it, but... So, as you know, and you can tell this by me watching it with you, like, I just don't... The effect of, oh, it's a surprise entrance has completely worn off on me, like, mm-hmm. for years. I, you've drained me so much of, like... We're just going to bring this, not just for the World Rumble, but for WWE in general. And all, in general. Like, again, I'm still waiting for someone to answer me on, when was the last time WWE went nine weeks without having anybody come back in any shape or form? Mm-hmm. I would I would venture to say you probably won't get that till at least 2012. Yeah. Maybe sooner than that. Um, so, you know, like Jillian and Victoria is kind of like, oh, okay, whatever, that's fine. Um, but, and then I was like, that's when the tattoo thing came in mind, and I was like, even her heel theme was better. Yeah. They gave her the worst one to come back on. Now, here's what I was thinking while watching this again. Mm-hmm. And I know we haven't really talked much about it, because we have a we have two minutes to do this. Sure. Now that WWE Network is going on Peacock, streaming service, NBC. I know it's not going to happen, but I just want to say it. I would love to see NBC be like, okay, we're going to pay the musical rights for these songs to be put on the WWE Network so we can hear Tattoo, we can hear Enter Sandman, we can hear Eye of the Tiger. I know it won't happen, but in a perfect world, it would. I mean, WWE should be doing that right now for the fact that since they actually gained record profits during a pandemic, um, I I don't think it should be on NBC's thing. I think they pay them one lump sum, and that should be all they're responsible for. If anything, get on WWE for not doing it more. Oh, I... I, Record profits. I know. Well, you know, Vince just... I, I've said it. Vince is not going to pay for stuff like that. No, which... he's not. And and that's going to all change. I don't know if we talked about Unlimited, but um, that's all going to change to maybe even some songs that came out in the last three or four years. Mm-hmm. Thanks to CFO Dollar Sign. Yep. So get ready for some more changes in WWE Network, especially in the last five years. I would say. <laughs> yeah, that that'll be that'll be entertaining to see when if they do it and when they do it, mm-hmm. because. You know, it's like we had all these songs and now it's like, oh, well, we, we're not going to play the music. We don't want to pay you 50% of, you right. know, the pay because of your songs are being done. Mm-hmm. So. All right. We're about to count down to the next group. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. 
All right, 11 through 15. 11, uh, Peyton Royce. 12, Santana Garrett. 13, Liv Morgan. 14, Rhea Ripley. 15, Charlotte Flair. I have during this segment eliminated Jillian, Billy Kay, Tony Storm, Victoria, Garrett, Ryan. Um, I guess this might have been one of my favorite parts of the Royal Rumble just because of the Lawler's dream. Oh my god, yes. To Byron. <laughs> oh, that was that, the line of the night. That was the so, line of the night. So yeah, so Lawler says, just watching this women's Royal Rumble match, it's sort of my idea of what heaven is going to be like. Right. And then, and then, yeah, yeah, then there's more. Then he says to Byron, Byron, you you know how you can enjoy this match more? Byron says how? And Lawler says, just pretend all these women are fighting over you. <laughs> and then he's like, even though it's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, even though it's never going to happen. Oh, my God, I laughed. I was I like... I don't know which is more of a that or the quote that said... The world is talking about Bianca Belair. They're not. <laughs> no, they're not. Both, I mean, to be fair, it's not because of her. It's because generally the world is not talking about pro wrestling. No. Especially not. right now. Generally the world is probably talking about the Donald Trump trial, impeachment trial. and That may and or may not happen. happen. <laughs> it may or may not happen, which well, we would know by the time this year. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the, the climate that, like, for you to say that, like, what are you talking about? There's a pandemic going on. In the time that this was happening, in the, in all of the, not all of the country, but in a large portion of the country, there's a nor'easter. No, yeah. not the world is not talking about Bianca Belair. Stop. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I did not get a text from any of my friends saying, oh, did you hear about Bianca Belair? <laughs> I did, I did get a message, though. Oh, what are we doing about work tomorrow? <laughs> See? This is the storm. I actually did get a text saying that my kids are going to be let out virtually two hours early that next See, day. The so. world was talking about the Nor'easter, <laughs> not the Thank you. Um, what do you have? I want to point out, um, Liv Morgan, oh my God, maybe the best-dressed competitor of the entire Rumble. She pulled off that Christina Aguilera look better than Christina Aguilera ever did. I also thought Liv Morgan was being a lesbian at some point. I know. I was to see, like, oh, she's part of the Riot Squad? Okay. But I was, well, I wish I could explain it. Okay. I mean, it's like they switched from her and Lana, which was actually a somewhat decent story there. I mean, at least it was new. WWE hasn't really even tried to really do lesbianism, I don't think. Right. And then it's like Ruby Riot came back. Not not Ruby's fault for this. Not at all. And it was just like, Ruby's like, you betrayed me. You were never there for me. Blah, blah, blah. And then they eventually reunited. Again, not... Ruby's fault at all. Uh, then I wrote down the MVP is gone, referring to Billy Kay. She was the MVP right. of the first half of this match for me. And, but you also did get a reunion for your team that you're upset that got broken up, though. Oh, yes. Yes. Briefly, but still, I got it. Um, 
And then Charlotte's entrance took, it felt like it took forever. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, come on, Charlotte. You know, it's just like, for God's sakes, your, your, your match, which we'll talk about uh, at some point, was at the beginning of the show. Your match was like an hour and a half ago. Are you walking this slow now? Oh, God. That's right, because I got bumped to the pre-show. It did. And I I really liked, because you, you did mention Ruby Riot being eliminated, right? Yeah. The, yes. the way Bailey eliminated her was so, and that was so different, because Ruby had Peyton in a position to where she was going to eliminate Peyton. Like, they're both on the apron. Mm. Bailey does a baseball slide through both their legs onto the floor. So she went under the rope and basically did a, a power bomb onto the arena floor with Ruby Riot being eliminated. That was a very good-looking spot in that match. Mm. I really liked that. How much time do we have left? Two minutes, seven seconds. Oh, it's a while. Okay. Um, let me see what else. I guess I was confused about Liv Morgan. Uh, let's see. Oh, Santana. Okay. So, Santana Gary. She looks way different from when I knew her. Right. Um, in my opinion. Second generation? They said second generation athlete. Oh, okay. I was going to say, who is she the daughter of? Right. And I'm like... Oh, but, okay, but who is she the daughter of then? That yeah. I don't know. We we have time. We have yeah, let's look it up. We have Santana ninety-five Garrett. seconds. Yeah, Santana Garrett's parents. Type that in. Oh my god, if or you am I supposed, supposed to do it? No, I I'm looking it up, but folks, follow her on uh on Instagram. She is gorgeous on there. Mm. Oh my god, she she is oh, oh okay. She is actually a second-generation professional wrestler. Her father, Kenny Garrett, worked as TNT Kenny G. (laughs) Garrett has stated, My dad taught me a lot about the business growing up. He used to wrestle in St. Louis and other territories, and I knew I wanted to become a wrestler as well. See, because like... Yeah. No, I was gonna say when they said second generation athlete, I was thinking, did they do like football or hockey or baseball or some other sport? But apparently not. Nope. You're, yeah, it's 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 wrestling. Um, do you have anything else before we get to the next segment? Nope. So how much time do we have left? Twenty seconds. All right. Sing a song. Uh. Uh. Liv is dirty. She is dirty. Okay, 16 through 20. 16, Dana Brooke. 17, Tori Wilson. 18, Lacey Evans. 19, Mickey James. 20, Nikki Cross. I have Pure eliminated during this segment. Morgan, Dana, Peyton, Tori, and Bailey. Um, 
I was hoping for when you said number 18 you were going to say Ric Flair. Oh, I wanted to do! Because <laughs> I legitimately, as you heard on our call, was actually really pumped about that. I know! Because, you know, I just want a man to enter the Women's Royal Rumble because I don't think it's right that women can enter a Men's Royal Rumble and they can't do the other way around. Right. I don't count Santina. So... I I was really pumped about Flair in this rumble, and then I was like, oh, it's because of Lacey. Oh, okay. I, I do want to mention this part, because this was so fun for me. Because, you know, Rick comes out, and then Lacey comes out. And Jerry's like, she's wearing the same robe Charlotte wore. And I'm like, no, she isn't. That's not the same robe. Because <laughs> Charlotte's robe has, like, that midsection that's cut off. Okay. And she has, like, a Velcro. Lacey's wearing one of Rick's old robes. Mm-hmm. And then Jerry gets on this rant. It is so great. <laughs> it's like, you know, I feel bad for Rick, especially the way Charlotte's been treating her him lately. And they're like, what do you mean? The way she's been treating him. I mean, he's a legend. He's one of the greatest of all time. <laughs> and I mean, he's right. He is. He really is. Especially- I'm cheering for Ric Flair in this view. I mean, it might be over by the time this airs, but... Especially the Rick... Like, when you say who you want to win, Lacey Evans versus Charlotte, I'm like, no, I want Ric Flair to win. I know. And then, and then like... Because it's like the way Charlotte delivered one of the, like, lines a few weeks ago was like... How am I supposed to sympathize, you know, sympathize, you know, sympathize for her? I can't. Not with that tone. And then there's two lines in the entire match that I got that I heard. And this is the first one. Charlotte and Lacey fight on the floor. And Charlotte is pound, like beating up Lacey. And she's like, get out of my dad's robe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when, since when, is Tori Wilson one of Lawler's all-time favorites? I think he's, I think she's always been. Has she? Because I don't remember that at all from, like, then again, maybe he didn't commentate on any of the other women's Royal Rumbles. Right. I don't remember, but I was like, that seemed out of place to me. And then, of course, Mickey James, your favorite, the Grammy Award winning whatever. No, Native American Music Award Hall of Famer. <laughs> she will get a Grammy someday. Sorry. Well, she doesn't put more music out. I don't think she's played anything out. You can't get a Grammy Award if you don't put any music out. Well, she's already a Hall of Famer, so. Oh, that's right. She is. she is a legitimate Hall of Famer, folks. I also didn't understand why the referees were yelling at Bailey to get back in, but never said a damn thing about Billy Kay. <laughs> it's what? like, yeah, what? they're probably just like, oh, it's Billy Kay. She's fine. I think one of the most surprising things, though, for me was WWE missing the Bailey elimination. Oh, my God. Because it's one thing, like, to miss Diamond Dallas Page because, you know, Vince hates WCW. Right, right. And Diamond Dallas Page still will now go on the record of having the worst elimination as far as, like, he didn't even get, we didn't even get a, a shot of it. Mm-hmm. They missed Bailey's, and I was like, I feel like they would want Bailey's to, like, be seen. I know. And the thing is, because Tori was 
eliminated at the same, like, not even the same time, like maybe one, two seconds before Bailey got eliminated. And the camera's right on her, and we completely miss Bailey getting eliminated. And it's not until after the next person comes that they go to the replay and tell us. See, even see, even the police are with us. <laughs> that I Bailey's that eliminated. Like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also had. Um, then continuing talking about Bailey against Michael Cole for WrestleMania and how if Bailey won, she would use her opportunity to wrestle Michael Cole. <laughs> you know what? I'd laugh about that, actually. <laughs> I want that match. You might get it. Why not? I'm, it's it's Bailey against the streak. It is the new streak. <laughs> um, Michael Cole is 1-0, right? I don't think he's he is. Yeah, he's, he only wrestled that one. Um, <laughs> Nikki theme or Nikki Nikki themes. Nikki crosses theme. Nikki Bell? <laughs> no, no. Oh God, no. Uh, Nikki crosses theme. Not bad. Could fit with other people, but for the few seconds that I heard, wasn't that bad. I'm surprised Nikki Bell wasn't in this. <laughs> well, she just had a baby a couple months ago. Oh, and she. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know about Bella babies. Uh, this is going to be another reality be, show. Be, be thankful you don't, because, like, it was... Well, they were on the cover... Actually, both Bellas were on the cover of People magazine at one point. I mean, I mean at, at this, this point, point he's going to be grasping on straws now that the Kardashians are going to be gone. They're right. probably going to turn to the Bellas. Mm-hmm. And then, I think Nikki tweeted out recently that they have, like, she and her fiancé whose name I do not remember. I know he's a dancer from Dancing with the Stars. Um, oh, wait, was it actually her dancer? When she yeah, was her dancer. Oh, okay, interesting. I didn't know that. Um, they are going to get married around Thanksgiving this year. Okay. So get ready to have some big two-hour episode of Total Bellas for True. that wedding in 2022. Uh, not only is it two hours, it's a two-parter. Oh yeah, so that would be like a four hour. Because yeah, they have to make believe like the wedding. There might be something wrong with the wedding. Yeah, that's Stop. true. That or is some true. family member might get rowdy at the wedding that they have to set up beforehand. My money would be on the dad. That's if he survives. When are the Kardashians leaving E? That's what. That, see, that's what it all depends on. Because once the Kardashians leave E, then E's kind of on a downward spiral. Because that was the only thing keeping them up. Bank on the Bellas. They're going to have to. Alright, 21 through 25. 21, Alicia Fox. 22, Mandy Rose. 23, Dakota Kai. 24, Carmella. 25, Tamina. I have during this segment eliminated Fox, Mickey, Kai, Mandy, Nikki, and Carmella. I stopped myself because I thought I wrote it twice, but it's Mickey and Nikki. <laughs> um, before we go on to this Alicia Fox bullshit, uh, let's talk about the rest of the card. Okay, so we're going to only do up to this, uh, up this to the, match. Well, no, it's up to the and the post thing, too. Right. Okay, so the pre-show match, 
Uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax beat Asuka and Charlotte to win the women's tag team titles. Drew McIntyre beat Goldberg to retain the WWE title. What a shit show that was. Oh my god. We knew it wasn't going to be any good. I I knew it wasn't, but I didn't think it'd be that bad. And Sasha Banks beat Carmella to stay the SmackDown Women's Champion. In a match that was way too long. Yeah. It's so funny because going in there, I was like, oh, cool. You guys only have five matches. Like, yeah, five matches, I think. Maybe six, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and two of the Rumble matches. This must definitely be done by 10. There's no way it goes over. This is going to be great. Yeah. Nope. You have, to, you have to have a long Sasha Banks match. You have to have uh, Bad Bunny. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. For, well, we'll talk about Bad Bunny. He's, he's in the first half. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. His, his concert, his performance is in the first half. Right, so... Oh, and also we had a New Day segment, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we did. Um, work. Kofi was there, even though he did not compete in the match. Mm-hmm. Um, Sammy Zayn was part of it. And- right, and they, and they had a nice little tribute to Brody Lee with their tights. Yeah, but then we had Bad Bunny. The, the biggest name out there. I actually, like... I looked him up like the day after, and this is one of the rare times that WWE is actually telling the truth. Mm. Like this is one of the few times I think in the entire show that like two and a half years we've done this show where WWE's actually telling us the truth. And what's the truth? That he is one of the biggest singers in the world right now. I mean, like, look, I know who Bad Bunny is, even going into this, because he, was, he wasn't part of Now That's What I Call Podcasting, but he would have been on, or whenever I get to it, like, episodes, like, you know, what they're on now, basically. Mm-hmm. So I've heard, heard the name, because I have to follow mainstream music, um, but I don't know off the top of my head any of his songs or anything like that, but I also don't really blame people for not knowing who he is because it seems like he's more in the Latin scene from what I can tell. Yes. So that's like, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't bash someone if they didn't know who some, I'm trying to think of well, like an obscure Latin artist I spoke of on the series, but I can't think of one right now. Right. Um, but like, I wouldn't be, I'm like, look, you're, you're, there's certain things just because it's big in the United States doesn't mean that it's big everywhere else and vice versa. Robbie Williams is a great example of that. Mm-hmm. Robbie Williams was a megastar in the UK. In the United States, he's known for like one, maybe two songs. Right. So, Bad Bunny was the most streamed artist and his latest album was the most streamed album globally of 2020. Okay. And it marked... The first time, not much competition. Right, Mark. The first time a non-English music artist tops the year-end list, and an article from The Guardian considers him the world's biggest pop star for his streaming numbers. Okay. So, but but again, you have to remember when you say last year, that's 2020, the year of the pandemic, mm-hmm. where there's a lot of things stopped. Not only in music and TV and movies got delayed, you know, production and whatnot. So, I don't know. I, I know that it, it sounds like I'm bashing when I say that. I'm just annoyed 
You don't know what we got, Phil? What? So how much time do we have left, actually? 2.46. I have enough time real quick for this, man. Well, I'm annoyed is, is by Ryan Satin. Do you know who that is? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah, he's the guy that's like, I, he's with WWE on Fox or something like that. And he says, if on Twitter, if you're one of the people responding to posts about him, meaning Bad Bunny, on Twitter with who, all you're doing is outing yourself as someone who isn't in touch with pop culture. That's... Music is one thing. I mean, I consider pop culture, movies, TV shows, mm-hmm. um, certainly music, obviously. Like, pop culture, in some cases, video games. I mean, everyone yeah. knew that Mario's anniversary was there, was happening later. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just one thing. Like, so if someone doesn't know who Bad Bunny is, maybe they don't know who is in who maybe they don't keep up with music. Right. But maybe they know exactly what's going on on one division this year. Because, like... And, and that's a perfect example, because there are people who don't pay much attention to music. And, you know, they pay attention to, say, movies, like, you you know, or TV shows more than they do with music. Right. And if it is music, maybe they pay more attention to a genre of music than you know other genres right so and and somebody else also said that kind of in in the same way um uh david marquez who works or had worked with nwa for a while was on uh billy corgan's show mm-hmm. he had uh, a thing on oh I, th- I hope it's still there um, but basically it was like, if, you know, you're making fun of him or saying who you're part of the problem, uh, with wrestling fans in general. And I'm like, not really, you know, it's the people's decision if they want to, you know, follow him or not. It's nothing against the guy. Right. Cause he seemed like, I looked him up, uh, the other night. He seems like a, a, a nice guy. I mean, I liked him. I like. I, I mean, I'm not saying like, the performance was awkward because of the Booker T thing. Right, but, right. But then you, you, as we'll talk about in the next episode, I was really into that Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. Um, how many minutes do we have left here? Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. And this is the last group of five. Uh, 26, Lana, 27, Alexa Bliss, 28, Ember Moon, 29, Nia Jax, 30, Natalia. I have joined this segment before the final four. Alexa, Lacey, Ember, Naomi, Tamina, Shayna, Jax, and Lana all eliminated. And I think we just did a first on Eliminated World Rumble podcast. In the last segment, we talked about nothing that had to do with that segment. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? We've never done it before. And as I, I doubt, uh, to be honest with you, I doubt that's going to happen next episode. Cause, but, um, yeah, the, the blame, you know what? Blame Ryan Sasson. There you go. Um, real quick, I'll just to backtrack. To be honest, it's probably better we didn't talk about because it, it was terrible. Uh, R-Truth loses to Alicia Fox for the 24-7 title. R-Truth wins again. Later on, um, Carmella returns and keeps getting saved by Reginald, and Naomi and Bianca and Belair have to save each other. Bill, what do you have for this segment? Uh, for this segment, okay. 
<coughs> when Lana comes out. Well, before the final four, because now oh, we're, yeah. we're, not, well, we're not on that time now, because now it's just getting to the final four. Right. So Lana comes out. She looks serious. Like, she looks like somebody did something to her, and she's about to destroy the first person she sees. Someone else who I didn't know was not there. Okay, now there, that's a uh, storyline there. Because what happened, and since we don't have the timer, I, I have time to explain this to you. Yes. So, this angle began about October, going towards Survivor Series, where they were doing like Team Raw, Team SmackDown. Lana made the team. And Shayna, Baszler, and Nia Jax were upset. They're like, she's the weak link. We don't want her on the team. So, every week, and this is, for those that haven't, that didn't see this, this is the legit truth. Every week, for six, seven weeks, Lana went through a table by Nia Jax. And it was every single time. And... The thinking was to fans, not all fans, but some fans, was like, oh, because Miro is on AEW, Lana's going to get punished. She's going to go through the table. So that's what the fans thought. I never really, I, I doubt that was the, well, you never know. Maybe, maybe it is. So Survivor Series, Lana is the only person that survives the match. She wins for all. Which is why when we watched it live, I was like, it's the hero of the Survivor Series. Oh, that makes more sense now in context. That's why. So then, she and Asuka become a tag team and beat them a couple times. And they were going to have a match at TLC for the women's tag titles. Okay. But the week before that show, Shayna and Nia injured Lana. Okay. And... So, storyline-wise, she's been out for about a month. Okay. okay. So, that's um, why that's why they were surprised. <laughs> oh, excuse me. When she came back. So, so some plus that here, you know, Alexa, Alexa came out, and I cheered when she got out, because she's going to turn into a bad version of Harley Quinn. And I was, and I was very, very, I think I, I'm pretty sure I cheered when she got out. And then I was yes. thinking that now she should give back $500 to the fan. <laughs> okay. And it, this was something that we all pointed out when we watched it the first time. They all went for the smallest person in the match. Right. Alexa Bliss is the smallest person in this freaking match. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I loved getting beat up. Oh, man. Um, so, so apparently, apparently, uh, so, so why were Lana and Natalia wearing the same gear, basically? That's a good question. Maybe, you know what? Th- those, there were some that had gold on during the match. Shayna had gold on, Lana, Natalia did. Yeah, but yeah, Lana but and Natalia looked very, very similar. They did. Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose vibe. They did, yeah. Um, yeah, what else do you have? Could be um, complain about how people say Jax's name. Right. Okay, 
when Naomi gets eliminated, Naya has her up, and you could hear... Oh, this is part of the problem? No, you're part of the problem. Oh, thank you. I feel honored. No, um, Naomi yells out loud, Not this again! Probably beating to the, you know, the body press thing. Sure. And then when Shayna gets eliminated by Jax, and Jax's only response to Shayna is, I had to do it. And I'm like, you didn't have to do it. (laughs) You didn't have to. Um, no, let's talk about this pronunciation problem that WWE has. Uh, okay, yes. Why do they say things wrong? Like, I don't know if I'm just like, there's certain names like, like, so when I see NIA, I say Nia. Right. Why do you say the other thing? Naya. But you know that's kind of wrong. Like, when you say Mama Mia, how do you spell Mia? M-I-A. Right, so why would it not be the same with an N? Okay. I see you. No, oh, I see you. I mean, and then think of other things like like media, media. IA, the end. Mm-hmm. Disturbia, IA at the end. Yeah. Right. Why do they do it wrong? And then also another one that I can think of is I think they do it for AJ Styles' bodyguard. Oh, Osmos. The only reason I almost Shinsuke Nakamura's name is because I knew what his name was before actually seeing the spelling of it. Right. Now, what is, what is AJ Styles' bodyguard name? It's like Omos or Omos? See, no, I see, that's what it is. It should be Omos, but that's not what they call him, and that's the, another problem. Because what his name is O-M-O-S, right? Yeah. So, if you say almost, and it's the same thing, then... Why wouldn't it be almost, but it's not? They say it's some some other weird way. Right. Why is WWE in the... And you said they've had it. they had previous pronunciation problems. Can you name me a few? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they've Well, I was thinking in, like, word terms, not, like, name terms. Like, when Finn Balor does the coup de gras, some of them just go, Oh, it's the coup de grace! Yeah, that's wrong, because yeah, coup de gras, we know, because the O and the U are silent. Right. And then this one, I'm not sure, it, I, I can't say it's an error, it's more of how Vince says it, because he has a little bit of an accent, because, like, I, well, you know, Jim, I have a bunch of the old Coliseum videos, and there's one that I watched recently where... He says the word, like, terror, or no, error, wrong. Okay, okay. Like, he pronounces it, I made an error in judgment. Right, right. But when I hear it, I'm like, okay, it's not an actual mistake, it's just the accent, you know? Right. There is a little bit of an accent, so that part I give him a pass on. Right, right. And then, like, another one is Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> oh yes, because it's spelled Asuka. Because it's the Asuka. Right. Um, like I said, Shinsuke gets the pencil because I knew his name beforehand. But if right. I it was the other way around, I probably would be just as upset as that. I'm looking at the rest of this <clears throat> roster from the Rumble. I don't think 
I mean, I guess, I guess no, I don't no, have a niche Apollo Makai. No, because Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. No, no everyone else is pretty solid, solid from what I can tell. Tamina's, we know, is Tamina. Right. See, they can phonetically spell that one okay. Uh, let's, yeah, everyone else is, but one, I, I just don't get the... Maybe, Maybe when we do the men's roll, we'll see if there's anyone on there. I'm like, gonna have a problem. I know for sure AJ Styles is bodyguard. I have a problem. Right. And you know what? No, and Rhea, I'm good with too, because there are definitely cases where there's a silent age. Yeah, there is. In, in vocabulary. Like like Rhea Perlman. Right. And and just, I think there's other examples of, of, of RH that I'm not going to spend time to look at now. Right. Um, so I'm okay with the silent age. Uh, it's uh, been established, but how people how continually people say, say, and I know I they say it because that's what they're con- like. I know you say it because you're constantly watching the TV mm-hmm. and hearing other people, other people say it no other way. But it should be Mia Jax, right? Under anything that I know in regards to phonetically being spelled, I don't have a history of IA being Naya. Maybe or was it me? It was. Naya, that's what you say, right? Right. Maybe they're trying to go, like, the exotic route. You know, like how, like, some people, like, those exotic dancers, they'll have, like, a name and they'll make it sound different. I don't know. Oh, or I actually, know I I actually, you know what? I'll, I'll use a better example. Sure. Um, one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies okay. is the 1976 remake of King Kong. Okay. <laughs> you really talked about Kong versus Godzilla. Uh, I, I'm, I'm rooting for Kong in that one. I'll see, I'm rooting for Godzilla. All right. So, uh, Jessica Lange is in this movie. And this is her... Uh, this is actually her movie debut. Okay. So, her character's name is Dwan. D-W-A-N. Okay. And she explains that... She, because I think her name is actually Dawn, but she switched the two letters. Okay. It just was like, oh, I want to have, you know, I just want my name to be more memorable. So it's Dwan. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, like I said, we'll find out maybe next time if I remember to look at the men's. Right. Uh, I don't don't think think anyone. anyone it's like, it's like, even if, even if I, don't I don't remember if Andrade, Andrade was part of it, of the Men's Royal Rumble, Rumble, but I don't know if I, I don't think I, I, don't think I had a problem with his, either. No, no, I don't think so. I will find out. Maybe maybe it's just me and Jax. Maybe that's right. my problem. And Asuka does have a Um, okay. Uh, Tamina and Nia, family bond? Uh, I think they are related some way. Like, they have that Samoan, Fijian, Pacific Island heritage thing. Okay. All right, well, whatever the case is, we get down to the final four, unless you have something else that you need to bring up right now. Nope. All right, so our final four is um, Natalia versus Charlotte versus Bianca versus Ripley. And Ripley eliminates Natalia, which leaves the Charlotte versus Ripley versus Belair. Um... Bianca and Ripley eliminate Charlotte, so Charlotte's out. It goes down to Ripley and Belair, 
We get a we get this, this is awesome, awesome chance. I noticed. From a non-existent crown. Oh. And finally, Bianca Belair wins. She has a post-match interview. Why did she not have to pick? Why is Shinsuke Nakamura the only person in the history of the Royal Rumble that has forced to choose his opponent right there on the spot? Right. I mean, it's not like, who's this Carly, right? Is that her name? The interviewer? Uh, Kay- Kayla? Kay- Kayla, okay, sure. Kayla. Why is why is no one even asking, like, just one, who are you going for? Right. And don't, you can't say it's because, well, things can change because no. you were fine with fucking Shinsuke Nakamura doing it. Let me tell you why. Because Renee Young is a seasoned reporter. She's one of those reporters that will get the scoop. Kayla is not that experienced. She needs time. So she needs to go to the School of Broadcasting by Renee Young. Maybe next year she'll get it. Maybe next year. Alright, what is, did you have anything to add on the Final Four segment? Um, I do. Um, when Natalia gets eliminated, Jerry Waller has this line of, Oh, Natalia, you disappointed me. Or you let me down. And I wrote, A lot of women have let Jerry down. <laughs> Sorry. Um, when we get to Rhea and Bianca, there is a very good spot of just counter moves and then the double hair pull where they fly and they go down on the mat. That was a really good spot. I really liked the ending because the ending made you think one of these two can actually win it. Like, legit could win it. And I didn't mind the ending at all. Um, You know that I I wanted... Rhea to win, but I'm more than fine with Bianca because she, like, she has improved from, like, two years ago, where I was like, I don't see it. I just do not see it. Mm -hmm. And then, like, within two years, it's like, she's gotten better. She's really worked on it. And I know you talked about how she wasn't, you know, she wasn't asked what title she was going for right away. But I did like that speech. It was like... It, it was almost like the Rick... I'm not... Okay. It was like the Ric Flair speech in... It was an emotional moment for the person. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it is... Up there or better than Ric Flair's... Because it's different people in different circumstances. But that was a very nice speech from her... You could tell that this meant a lot to her. Mm. That's why I said it was a nice speech. Okay. okay. Um, so, so, yeah, so yeah, we so have the have post-match the interview. interview. And then, and then before, before we go we to the panel, the panel um, we have yeah, a Bad Bunny, Mason Morrison, Morrison segment and a Booker, Booker T segment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, which I know I was pretty excited about this. I start thinking that Bad Bunny might be in the Royal Rumble. I mean, it's not Bad Bunny that I had the problem with. It's just Miz and Morrison have just become so annoying. Well, no, here's the pro- here's the problem, Bill. There's stuff that was new was new ten years ago. Yeah, that's the problem there because it's probably not that much different. The problem is that. We've seen it already. 
Mm-hmm. And we've seen it, seen them do it better back then. Yeah. Anyway, so then we have a panel rundown where the panel talks about the Women's Royal Rumble. Sonya Deville is on there. And I yes. bring this up because I heard a bunch of people saying that she might win. Okay. So, in real life, I, I don't like to say that a lot, but I have to for this situation. In real life, she had an almost, like, life-ending situation in the summer. Where there was a stalker who was threatening to kill her. And he found her house, or her, yeah, he found her house. And I think broke into the house. And Sonya was in the house. But she was safe. You know, she called police, they got the guy, blah, blah, blah. So, she had a match at SummerSlam with Mandy Rose. They were doing this feud. And originally, it was going to be a hair versus hair match. But because of what happened and this going to court, they changed it to loser leaves WWE. So, Sonya loses the match and is off TV for, like, four or five months. Oh, you mean oh, not forever, forever, like, like the stipulation said? Yeah, basically. Did they, I'm, I'm going to guess they gave either no reason or a really shitty reason why she just showed up again. It's a mix of both, because it's like, oh, why is she here? And then it's like, she's... From what I take, she's supposed to be, like, the... The, the right-hand person for Adam Pierce, even though Adam Pierce is not the general manager, he's a WWE official. I mean, he's might as well be. He's, like, making matches and shit, so as far as I can tell, he is. Yeah, I know. But he's not on every... He's not, like, he doesn't have, like, segments every week, so I'm okay with that. I'm not. I need, I I need a, from every promotion, I need... And I'm also getting a little tired of the Tony Khan thing. I want every promotion to stop with any sort of authority figures for three years. Then maybe I'll accept it. Cold Ring of cold. Honor. Ring of Honor does not have an authority figure. I guess that's true. To be fair, they have one show in one year. I don't know if they hold the state. But that's true. And then with Im- and then with Impact, they kind of do with Scott Demore. But... Yeah, I mean, but the, yeah, whatever. Anyway, no, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, they didn't. So they didn't explain Sonya Deville. Or they kind of did. It's like they kind of did. And she's like, like I said, she's sort of like an assistant to Adam Pearce, but only on SmackDown. She never goes to Raw. Oh, wait, so she never. She's not wrestling. No, no. See, I'm a, I'm a, little, I'm a little more okay with that. Then. Because you got to give me a reason why she's allowed to wrestle if they're losing a loser. Loser, yeah. I don't know why they didn't just stick with the hair thing. Well, because if they if she lost the hair match, because she had to go to court, and she went bald, it was going to look bad for her. You don't think like they for, would say, like, here's proof that like my job required me to do this? Yeah, it would be like, oh, this person might not be like as sane as... Everyone makes her to be. No, but and, you don't think she could have said, like, my job required me to do this. I have video footage of my job requiring me to do this. Maybe. 
This is dumb. So, so panel rundown, Rosenberg wins the 24-7 title. And then yeah. we're going to... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying, yeah, that happened. That happened. Did he even lose it back? I don't even remember. That uh, show was like... Not on, not on this show. Not on this show. Um, and then I remember... Who is the, who's the person that's part of the panel? The woman that's not Sonya Deville. Oh, uh, Charlie Caruso? Yeah. Okay. She has some of the worst acting I've seen. <laughs> My God, I was like... So that's what we end up with, with, with Charlie Caruso's bad acting. <laughs> part one of our 2021 oh, Rumble. Okay, at, okay, now. Nah, you have nah. news like I just saw that Lars Sullivan is gone. No, I was going to ask you with her spelling. Okay? Oh, yes, okay, you're right. So it should be, and I don't know how to spell it, it should be C H A R L L. I think I'll accept both E Y N Y. Well, it's C-H-A-R-L-Y. Okay, I'm good with that then. Okay, very good. See, as long as you can spell it phonetically, like, that, it's how it's supposed to look. Oh, um, non-wrestling related news, uh, Jeff Bezos, uh, resigned as CEO of Amazon, but you guys will have already known by then, so. You guys will, and you would have already known about Laura Sullivan. Yeah. Um, if you do right now, though. Uh, I thought I saw something here, yeah. So, so Lars Sullivan probably will not be going to WrestleMania. Nope. Either day. <laughs> All right. I guess let's see where we can. Uh, let's see. I'll tell you where you can find me, and then we'll just send it to you. Oh well. No overall thoughts. What did you think? I actually enjoyed this match. Um, I thought of the four women matches we've had, this was the best one. Really? Okay, interesting. And the reason I say that is because, and it's not even the surprises. Like, we, we, we know we just get them every year. I think we're just, at this point, we're just trained to get the surprises. Right, right. But you had very little comedy, but the comedy that was there was good, and it made sense. You had serious contenders... To where you had no idea who was going to win. And it told good stories on multiple parts during the match. That you could not ignore. Like with Charlotte and Lacey, Bailey, Bianca, Rhea Ripley eliminating so many people. And even when they ganged up on Alexa Bliss for a brief moment, that was a story of a match. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say of the four that we've done, this is my favorite of the four. You know what? You make make very good arguments. And I definitely was, as I was watching, like, well, I don't hate it so far, like halfway in. Because, I mean, I was furious when I watched the men's 2021. Right. Um, and to me, it's like, usually that's my bars. I'm like, unfortunately, that's my bar with WWE these days. It's like, do I not, do I, do I not hate it? It's like, all right, I guess it's okay then. Um, yeah, I, I, and you know what? I don't have any problems with, there was no bullshit of like, um, someone gets out, but not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, the only controversy that I did see at one point, I don't know if it's <coughs> even been brought up, but someone pointed out, like, that during the 
one of the Bianca spots that, like, ultimately technically did touch the floor. I, okay, I'm glad you brought that up because I wasn't sure if I wanted to or not. Because, like, I saw the picture and I'm like, oh boy. And then when I rewatched it, like, I was looking for that exact spot. I couldn't find it. I watched the... I think what it was supposed to be is the... Like, towards the end. Like, Rhea and Bianca. And I watched that spot literally five times. Yeah. Because I was counting she hits, I think, the left foot, but then the right one I don't ever really see going more Exactly. But, see, the conspiracy theorist in me is like, did WWE edit this somehow? That's possible. You never know. I just, I kind of just hope it's... The only reason I was actually mad... I was actually mad when they first... When I saw someone brought that up and with a picture. Do you know why I was mad about it? Why? Because I'm like, great. Now Debbie's going to have a reason to not go a concrete direction. This is now a new reason for them to... To not mess up a storyline, but like to go an unnecessary route. Mm-hmm. So... Well, we'll see. I mean, by behind this airs, people will know if that was in a play or not. But this is being recorded only a few days after the Royal Rumble itself. Mm-hmm. All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at That's Podcasting, and That's Podcasting.com is the website. Right now, we're on the road to Kit, uh, Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. That will be on March 28th, the first episode. And, uh, and I'll catch you next time. Bill, why don't you say your goodbyes? All right. You can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill. Follow me on Instagram at MrBilliam85. And check out that wrestling show, which comes up each and every Friday. Next time around, it is the men who have their moment to shine with the men's 2021 Royal Rumble match. Thank you for tuning in to Eliminated, a Royal Rumble podcast. And the women's 2021 Royal Rumble has been eliminated.